Hey, welcome to a brand new episode of Stream Show Podcast. Brand new season. I am your host, Calvin, uh, riding solo today, but this is a brand new season of the Stream Show Podcast. And we got some fun, exciting, and some sad news today uh, to talk about. But uh, I have missed you all. Uh, we've been on a little break uh, from the podcast. We kind of went hard last season. Uh, had a great season last season, one of our best ones ever. And I can tell you right now, this season will be no different. Uh, and we have a great show for you today. One that I've been trying to put in my mind and how I want to do it, but I finally got it because it kind of hits home and is someone that I know, but I'm pretty sure once you get through hearing this person's story, uh, you're going to love her as well. But before we get started, uh, some groundkeeping rules I got to take care of right now. Um, it has been a journey uh, doing this podcast, and the name of the show is Straight Up. And I uh, started this 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 podcast really about just be working in the media and seeing how me not being authentic with my art wasn't being displayed publicly and accepted publicly. Uh, that was something that I didn't like, and I felt like I wasn't myself doing that. Uh, but Recently, I ran into, I've had a relationship with people uh, this past year that I've I've grown to be really close to. Um, And I must confess that I wasn't being my authentic self uh, with these people in their relationship. Uh, I got very close to someone and I, how can I say, just without being, I let them believe something that wasn't true. And it impacted this person's uh, image of me uh, and not only them, but the, uh, the people around them as well. Uh, it wasn't right, but I thought I was doing the right thing by uh, doing this uh, with this person. Um, it hurt me a lot to where it made me question about who I was and what I'm doing. Um, I've never cried as much as I've cried. I've never felt as guilty about something I have in my whole life. And I want to say publicly that uh, if you're watching this, uh, these group of people are you watching this, I want to say that I can, can't say enough how sorry I am, not only for not being myself, not being authentic, but uh, hurting you and the people around you. So uh, I'm not one to shy away from my mistakes. Uh, I've always heard that it takes a real man to admit that they made a mistake. And I myself have made a mistake uh, publicly. I've even used this platform to make these mistakes. And so it's not right for myself. It's not right for this platform. And I have to get it off my chest before I even start this season because that I lost someone that was really dear to me because of my mistakes. And if you're out there, I apologize. And I hope that one day that we both can come to the table and talk about this and come to terms with what happened. So uh, enough of the sad stuff, but that led me to this decision that I'm about to say right now. Uh, since I had my coma in 2018 and being in the hospital, like I, I got a second chance in life and God was enough to bless me with a second chance. I had a 50, 50 chance of living. And I feel like since 2018, I have not taken advantage of that second life opportunity. Uh, so it's with saddened heart that this will be our final season of the Straight Up Show podcast. Uh, when I started this podcast, I had a goal set in mind. Uh, there's a, it takes a lot to do a podcast, I'll tell you that. Uh, but we've hit milestones, interview celebrities, sports figures, and we've hit milestones. We're syndicated. We're on TV. We're on radio. 
Uh, we've done so much with this podcast and the little time we've had it. Uh, but I've, I've met the goals that I wanted to meet with it. And I think that uh, we're going to go hard these next 22 episodes. Uh, and it's going to be a great season. But I think it's time for me to reevaluate myself about who I am and what I want to be. Uh, I know I can do the groundwork of with this podcast because it was nothing in the beginning. And look at it now. So um, I want to challenge myself. God gave me a second opportunity in life. And I want to live life to the fullest. And um, I want to put more time into myself, uh, not so much into the podcast like I've been doing. So uh, it's sad to see it go away, but I'll still be here in spirit, working on documentaries, editing videos, stuff like that. But as far as the podcast format goes, uh, this is 21 more episodes. And then after that, uh, I'm going to go away for a while. So uh, a little sad to say all this, but uh, this incident that happened on the off season, it really made me look at life differently and know that I want people around me and that I care about people. And I want to use my energy and my talents elsewhere uh, to bring more happiness and be straight up with people, not just the people that I don't know listening to me right now. So uh, it's about being accepted and being yourself authentically, authentic. And not even the people that are listening right now may not agree with what I'm saying right now or may call me a hypocrite. but I'm enough to say I'm myself of being authentic about what I'm being. I, I've said what I've done. So let's switch the gears now. This person that we have on our show today uh, was one of those people that says that, you know what, this is what I believe in. And I don't care what you think about me. I'm going to still be staying firm in my belief. And here's straight up, we accept anybody. It doesn't matter what race, creed, or color you are, what your political belief is. We accept all of it. No one's perfect. Uh, neither am I. That's why I told you my story. Uh, today, we have a good friend of mine. Uh, I, as you know, I love music. Uh, this person I've known, I've watched her in my DJing career. Uh, she's like a sister to me because we, we've we we've been seeing some stuff together and, you know, we got some crazy <laughs> mutual friends. But uh, she's like my sister, man. I've learned a lot from her. I've uh, studied her and uh, she's decided to come on the show today to tell us about her story about her being authentic and what it cost her. Uh, so without further ado, help me welcome Miss DJ Snow White. How you doing, ma'am? What, what? <laughs> I'm good. I'm great. I'm great. I'm better now. I'm hanging out with you. Yeah. What's like this is so this yeah. is so weird to like talk to you and like <laughs> this kind of format because we used to talk to each other like you know DJing and all this stuff like yeah. that and like. Yeah. Now, here we are talking about podcasting. So this is kind of crazy. No, I love it. I love it. Because this is kind of where my life, I the direction I want it to go. Mm -hmm. So that's why I think it's interesting that you're saying you're going to get away from it a little bit. But I, I kind of have to. Like, I think that mm -hmm. my mistakes I've made uh, brought mm -hmm. me to this decision. and It made me really evaluate myself. So, I mean, mm -hmm. I don't want to do it. But I think that I got to put my energy elsewhere because you know, you're only here for a short period of time and I don't want to, you know, I'm not wasting my energy. It's just that I've done this for a long time and I've reached the goals I set out to uh, do. So now I'm like, you know what? Okay. How can I make it better? You know, and so here we are. Mm -hmm. and I got like, that. I got that. And, you know, and you and I talked about podcasting too. So, you know, we never know what ventures <laughs> we have, may have. I might have to produce your podcast. never know. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but once again, DJ Snow White, thank you 
for coming on our show. And so I, I met her. I don't know how I met you originally, but I think that because I'm from Shreveport, Louisiana, originally. And I think that you were DJing at either, I want to say, either you were at Celebrity Lounge or you were at, I don't know, I think. I, I feel like a, you were at Celebrity Lounge. I think I was. I too, played there but, a lot, but. Mm-hmm. But I, but yeah. you, you've, you've hit the SBC area a lot, you know, with me starting to DJ and stuff like that. I think I last saw you in person was when I had a DJ competition uh, at uh, in Louisiana, and I got done. I got done with my set, and then I came to you. You were at some like, it's a biker bar now, but it's like the lizard. I forgot what it was but, like. It's a like a biker bar in Shreveport now, but like I forgot the name of it. it it's it's renamed itself, but it's that's why I saw you last, and then like we mm-hmm. went to uh, Central Station, and I, I saw you there again, and we hung out there, and I was like, oh mm-hmm. my god! And so like, <laughs> but we have so many pictures together that I'm like, man, I've seen you at. Club V, I just look y'all. Yes, Club V. Yeah, and so she she has been one of the best DJs around uh, the South. So uh, for the for those who do not know you, uh, explain to people who you are and like we know you DJ, but like tell us about your DJing and who you are. Hmm. I mean that's a that's a loaded question, but I I guess I've been DJing like twenty years. It's a pretty long time. Um. Texas-based, but, you know, pre-COVID, I was doing international stuff, and I don't know. I play all so- sorts of music. It just kind of depends on the vibe, so mm-hmm. I don't know. What else do you want to know? I'm like, I'm very modest when it comes to my DJing, which I shouldn't be, but I am. I mean, I'm about to brag for you, since you don't want to drag it out. Okay. I'll drag it out for you. <laughs> Thanks. DJ Snow White was, what, number two? Best DJ, female DJ in Texas at one point. Number one. Number one, excuse me. <laughs> See, look, I, I gotta bring it out to you, right? So, one of the best DJs in the state of Texas. Uh, and her style is so different. Like, you bring sexiness to DJing that most DJs wouldn't bring. It kind of explain your style and, like, why did you decide to, like, bring that kind of sexiness to DJing? Why? Yes, why? Oh, I, I didn't know I actually, for the longest time, I'd never even viewed myself that way because my I have two older brothers. They introduced DJing and EDM music to me. So to, I just grew up with this, you know, when they were in high school, they were DJing and I was little. So I just grew up with it and I never really thought twice about it. This was, this was, a, DJing is a lifestyle to me or was. And, um, so I never really viewed myself as some sexy DJ for like pretty much the whole time I was doing it. I never thought about it that way, like skill and doing really good and being a professional badass was the top priority. So, you know, mm-hmm. being hot on top of it, that's cool. But that was never my intention with DJ. And, so. it, and, it, and it definitely made you stand out a lot because like, if you all are like in the DJ community, you know that like most DJ wear like hoodies and like bald caps, but like you, like I said, just you were able to market yourself not only by your skill, but your look as well. And that kind of was maybe your way to fame, not just because of that, but like you were talented too, but like you started to get more popular. Your name is DJ Snow White. Like, how did you come up with that name, Snow White? Like, how did you come up with that? Well, so my my full name is Mary White. And then uh, before I was born, my mom actually was trying to name me Snow White. 
So I just took the name on. So, yeah. Yes, yes ma'am. And so, <laughs> like, funny enough, funny story, y'all. Like, before we came on the air, like, I said uh, she couldn't hear. And I was like, put your headphones on. I'm telling y'all, if you're a DJ, she's been doing it 20 years. Me, I did it for 10. Like, you will lose your ears growing up, like, when you get older, because my ears are shot. I don't know about you, but, like, when you got a speaker right next to you. A little bit, yeah. You got a speaker next to you. A little bit. You got to put your earphones, like, all right, what's the next song coming up? All right. Yeah. All right, can I mix it? Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, I don't know. I I could talk to you about DJing a lot because... You know, you 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 say a lot and you've done a lot and you taught me a lot. So like just oh, your style and well. just like me, I said, Oh, she's in town. I gotta go see her play. I gotta go see her play. And like she's always welcomed me with, with, with open arms, like, you know, didn't say, Hey, I don't care that you were like a little busty up DJ, you know, but you always accepted me and came, let me on stage and you know, let me hang out with you and stuff like this. So she was very inviting. So it's kind of like why I look up to you because you would never, you would never I was never a stranger to you. You always looked out for me, you know, and shout out to Julia, uh, you know, other DJ and friend and like, yeah. And uh, I'll, that girl I'll, DJ. Yeah, that girl DJ, Aww. shout out to that girl DJ. And yes. like the, the way you were able to like kind of groom her into what she's doing now. So like, you know, Snow White has been giving back uh, to the community as well. And it's part of the community that you were part of that kind of, kind of in a way disowned you. Um, Tell people what kind of community I'm talking about. Like, you're part of a different kind of community. What community is that? Uh, LGBT. I think okay. that's the one. I think that's yes, the main one you're right. talking about. That's right. Yeah. I got disowned by a lot, but that yeah. was the main one. Yeah. So the main one, and this is, this episode about is about clarity because, you know, this happened a while back. I want to ask you about it here in a second. But, you know, it was that community kind of like, you know, you said some things to them and they kind of somewhat canceled you um can you talk to us about like what happened and what caused you to be getting canceled i guess okay so you want me to start from what happened and then the snowball of effects okay just tell us what happened first and then we'll get to the effects later okay so um i guess uh, covid hit and when that was all going on you know and things were staying open or closing I actually started paying attention to life outside of DJing. I actually didn't know there was a life outside of being a DJ before COVID, which is like crazy, right? That the world just revolved around me. And so COVID hit, I paid attention. My parents had on several different news stations in my house. So I was able to hear different perspectives. And then I gathered, oh, something's going on here. They're not telling the truth on the news. And I started being vocal about that and at the press conferences and uh, the doctor that was talking on it, doctors that were talking on it and how they were contradicting themselves. So to me, it felt very important to announce that, you know, and so I actually started doing that. And I was, it was on Facebook and I think I was triggering people, not intentionally, but I was trying to tell them. The information I had, the knowledge that I thought was true, which is still true. But um, so I think it pissed or upset them enough for them to really dig into my life. But I have nothing to hide. So they get on um, tw- uh, yeah, Twitter and they pull something up and it was like a retweet. 
and it was uh, about the riots going on and someone got hit in the face with something and I said that's karma for for starting a riot and somehow that got transformed into me being a racist because it was an African-American girl that said that I was like there's nothing racist about it I just said that's karma for like throwing stuff and like getting hit back like it is what it is so got called racist and then if you're a white girl and you got you get called racist oh people are gonna want to murder you so I mean I got I mean from there that's when the it all started happening yeah yeah. And and that was that was from a personal level, like you don't know the full story at all, right? And all you do is just do is hear hearsay about what Snow White did about oh, uh, so it's like for me looking at it, I'm like, wow, this is not who I thought she was. You know what I mean? I know. So like no. and, and so like and I would just kind of like you know do the whole Facebook creep thing, like and read all these comments and all these like and it was just like wow, I couldn't believe that people were going hard and like it, I don't it, I don't read that so yeah yeah I, but it was otherwise like, I'd be like eh. <laughs> like no <laughs> I'm not gonna no I'm not gonna read that stuff because I know my truth right I know my truth I know I'm not racist right. I never even thought about skin color I don't care yeah like, I don't care like I have friends of all colors I date all sorts of colors of people and cultures right here yeah so and like, I'm like you're the person that call the people that call me racist I'm like are you sure you're not projecting and you're not a racist right so. and 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 we're gonna talk mm-hmm. more about like just how this snowballed with DJ Snow White uh on the other side of the break make sure you stay tuned to the Straight Up Show podcast brand new season on the other side of the break stay tuned voting it's a right a privilege and a responsibility Many have made the ultimate sacrifice just so we could have the ability to vote on what we believe is best for us and our community. So, we here at Straight Up ask you to do your research, let your voice be heard, and be proud to say, I Straight Up Voted. straight up means to be able to speak in a way that is straight up to be honest and to speak your truth raw uncut you know what i mean it's 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 blunt you know straight to the point this what it is it's just a place to be open and honest and that's what i appreciate most about it and it provides a place for community members to come together and just be straight up with each other about things that are going on in the world because it affects all of us uh, unfiltered, raw, with all the cursing that Calvin does. Straight up is just being real, telling it, telling it like it is, you know, um, being you. Being solid, being who you are, no matter what it is, no matter what situation you're faced with, right? This is who you are. It really, it really speaks to me saying it is what it is and it ain't what it is. Straight up. All right, welcome back to the Strap Show podcast. I'm your host, Calvin. Join my good friend, DJ Snow White, a fellow DJ, uh, former DJ that I used to kick it with back in the day. You know, a good friend of mine. Uh, I like to call her my sister. You know, so, you know, she's taught me a lot, taught me the ropes, gave me some advice. And 
but she has found herself uh, on the side of cancel culture. So uh, before we go back into the story, uh, Snow White, thank you so much for coming on our show today. Thank you for having me. Yes, ma'am. And so, like, I, she's just telling us about this story about her saying something about 2020 when it was just like the biggest cluster of the year, you know, and so much happened about with George Floyd, politics, elections, COVID. It was just a manic year for not only the country, but the world itself. And so much sensitivity was going on. Uh, I've been accused of being, you know, conservative, uh, Uncle Tom. I've been called uh, uh, homophobic, uh, all on this platform. Uh, but the main thing we have on this platform is that we accept everybody for who they are, what they do, and what they believe. Uh, so I've known Snow White since 2013, almost 10 years now. So uh, my interactions with her has never been, you know, racial and racist. And I know some of the, our closest friends are kind of, they're, they're friends with her too. So it's like, I've never gotten this image of her being a racist or homophobic at all. But the community that she was uh, very... <laughs> it, makes me, it makes me laugh. I'm like, are you know, serious? I'm know. like, dude, if I'm homophobic, then do you know I what know. I did last weekend? Right, I, yeah. Wait, what? And with that being said, like, you know, you are part of the LGBT community. And like, you know, to have this much, I guess, fame, I guess, that you're on this platform, because I've always known you as being the LGBT DJ. And like that a lot of people would, couldn't really talk to you because, you know, and not to make it more about sexual, but like you are somewhat of a sex symbol when it comes to DJing. Like you're, you're very, you, you dress very sexual when you DJ. And that's not because like she's trying to throw it out there, it's because that's part of like her set. That's who she is, that's her, not character, but it's her, it's her style. So that's what everybody's always known you as. It's just you're the L the beautiful, sexy LGBT community top DJ in Dallas or in Texas. Excuse me, my bad. Put some respect for you, man. And uh, one of the top DJs, like she's my girl's Googleable, you know. So, like, <laughs> she's out there. But when you talked about the riots in 2020, and it may have came off insensitive to some people, when you got canceled by the, the community that you were representing publicly, how did that make you feel? And what was your mind going through when they so-called would attack you and kind of just, you know, berate who you are and what you worked hard for? Well, the first thing you said was being insensitive, which actually I, I do hold a lot of compassion and that would be one thing that um, I guess I do not like is that I came off insensitive, but it still doesn't take away from the facts. But you know, I can't please everybody. But uh, what was your next question? Sorry. Like so, when they canceled you, supposedly mm -hmm. when I and I want to just tell you that it, it may have came off insensitive to people, uh, not that it was, but uh, but to those that looked at you as a public figure in the LGBT community, that you know you represent them because everybody wants somebody that represents them, right? Uh, when these people that you've known, you probably partying and DJing with, when they kind of somewhat canceled you, at the day that it happened, and you saw all these tweets and all these re uh, retweets about you being whatever and all these nasty comments, and 
authentically, how did you feel when you saw all this going on? It definitely what it it was scary at first. Um, definitely heartbreaking, especially because I could tell other people were very upset about what I said. And sometimes the truth doesn't feel good. So, you know, I try to be sensitive to other people's perspectives, but also I'm not going to enable anyone to believe lies. So, you know, I spoke the truth and some people just didn't like it. Um, whenever the LGBT community canceled me, honestly, it was funny. Cause I'm like, that's, that's hilarious. And then they say that I'm not real. And then everyone makes their own judgments based off whatever anybody else says. Um, you know, it, in my eyes, like, I feel like I'm a spiritual warrior. I work for God and Jesus Christ. So, you know, I know they have my back. So as scary as it was, I know they have my back. So. Can you confirm this rumor? Though? Like, was it true that you were receiving death threats too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. People say all sorts. Yes. People say crazy stuff to me, especially during that time. Yeah. So th I actually had to log off of Facebook. It was mostly on Facebook, which is weird. Out of all of the sh social media platforms I was on, it was mostly, it was all Facebook. So I just logged off, you know, once I logged off, death threats stopped, but I'm I've always been pretty careful about not letting people know where I live and mm. that type of stuff. So, and like you, you know, me knowing you, I know you're pretty close with your family and stuff like that, and they support you because mm. uh, your brother's DJ. Um, how did this impact them, or what were their thoughts about when all this happened? Like uh, you receive these death threats, and people are just it, it, like y'all. Y'all don't have no idea. Like some, I like I can take a lot. I'm, I've been a fat guy my whole life, so, but to see some of the language that I saw when it came to attacking her, I was, I was scared for you, Mary, so, like, that's like, why I have this, you know, I do target shooting a lot, <laughs> you know, come, come at me, but, I yeah. mean, I love Texas, I love my second amendment, so, like, if anyone attacks me, I'm protected. I can right. protect myself. So, you know, otherwise, you know what? People can say what they want. They're projecting. Mm -hmm. They're just, they're, there's something that they have a fear of or a fear within themselves or some kind of trauma. So that's mm -hmm. why I hold a lot of compassion for these people that don't understand because they just don't know the truth of what's actually going on in this universe. Right. You know? um, did you, you're one of your biggest supporters, your supporters is your family. Like, what kind of advice did they tell you when all this, when it first happened, like what kind of advice did they tell you or were they supportive or like what, what, what was their mindset seeing you go through all this? And I can only imagine that it, it brought some kind of heartbreak to you, but them witnessing what you were going through, what was that like? I, in reference to my brothers? Or just your, your family or just whoever oh, was close to you? Like um, my family was a thousand percent supportive and they were really happy that I spoke my mind. I spoke up for other people. I spoke the truth and I was authentic. And um, they, my mom, she, she passed away this summer, but she's here with us. Um, she was really proud of me, but she was also very angry that getting canceled, um, that like cost me 
financial problems, but like I'm very blessed to have had a lot of help since then from friends and family. Um, my brothers were like really proud of me actually um, for just speaking the truth and not suppressing it and censoring censoring myself you know they're they're proud that I didn't censor myself as a DJ because you know most DJ I would say 99% of DJs would not have done what I did so they're proud and let's go back to what you just said about being canceled and it costing you financially like what did this blowback like what kind of impact did it really make on you like I mean because I know you would you were the staple of the LGBT community in the club scene. Uh, just give us some examples of what it cost you. Um, it definitely like I lost a lot of most of my residencies. Even the people that agreed, even the club owners and promoters that agreed with what I said and align with the politics of it, um, they even couldn't have me come DJ because they received death threats as well. So it wasn't just me. It was like the venues and promoters were getting death threats and, you know, it didn't just impact me. So yeah, speaking the truth, you have to be very careful with that because it can hurt others, but also you can't not speak the truth. And I think that I'm going to kind of, you just said it, but I'm going to ask it to you again. Um, do you think, and I know this is going to be, I know your answer already, but like, as, as a, from what I've learned on the show, that it's really hard for people who are part of the LGBT community to actually come out and be themselves, right? And mm-hmm. they need public figures and they need people to kind of lean on and say, hey, you know what? Look at her. She's comfortable. Or look at him. Uh, they're comfortable. I had one of my friends, uh, she was transgender and she has to hide because she can't let people know who she really is. And so, but you being this public figure in the person that kind of looks up to you and about who you are authentically, you know, as, as the LGBT part of it, um, what do you say to them that kind of, they looked up to you and they were crushed or they were hurt because you no longer in a way, to, in their eyes, you don't represent them anymore. I would tell them, and I do tell people this, um, like, look at the facts of what was said. Look at the facts of what you're believing. Do some research and then decide what you think is true within your own heart. Does this feel right or does it feel wrong? And um, I always stick to how I believe. I'm not ever going to veer off of that because of what the crowd wants me to say or think. Um, I'm not a sellout, obviously, because, you know, I, I lost all, all of my residencies. So I have one booking manager still, and um, I'm not going to say the name on here, but, and actually there it's, I don't even know if they know about it, but I mean, it's going very well with them. So anyways, um, to anyone else in the LGBT community, like, I feel just the same way as you do. All of the stuff that we hear in the media is so confusing and it's infuriating. But here's the thing is it's made to confuse you and piss, make you angry. And um, 
it's all there to trigger you. So it lowers your vibration. And I just, you know, I want to help the collective conscious. I want to help humanity and the ways that I can. And I think that's why I was born at this time. And I feel like I really do relate to people in the LGBT community because I know what it feels like to be rejected. Yes. You think I thank you for saying I'm beautiful, but most of my life, I did not think I was beautiful. Um, and I actually hated myself to, I, I really did hate myself. Um, up until actually after getting canceled, that's when I started loving myself. Isn't that crazy? That's like really weird how that works. But you know, so I feel the same way that a lot of people that hide being gay, how they feel. I hid how I would, I hid that I was gay forever. And, you know, I still struggle with it. Sometimes I'm like, am I gay? Am I straight? Am I this or that? You know, I don't know. So now I just decided I don't want any more labels. I'm just going to do what feels good to me as long as I'm not hurting anybody else intentionally. So. Do you think that the subjects that people were to first off they were accusing you for being you know racist and before i even go on to ask you this question i want to commend you for being authentic right now and being honest mm -hmm. about how you felt i as your friend i never knew that that's how you felt and i've been knowing you almost what 10 years now and i i didn't know that you felt that so i i, I want to apologize for you know being i guess kind of oblivious i didn't i didn't think to even think that way you know because There's nothing you, to apologize i know but you you wear it so but like you know you have a show of confidence that you know that i looked up to you know what i mean like you know so when i saw you on stage or when i was you know learning from you like i just thought somebody was kind of like just being brave and just doing what they wanted to do you know so that's kind of what i looked up to but i never knew that about you so this is something brand new i've never known so yeah. um I, it's you. a new discovery to me as well yeah. So, so. so you're finding yourself and, you know, you're finding, and I think that the older we get, the more that we learn, you know what I mean? I think that, that a lot of people just think, because we're younger, you, you think you know it all, you know, and your parents will say, oh, you don't know anything, but it really is the older you get, the more lessons you learn so you can teach other people, you know? Um, one of the things that really happened in 2020, and we're going to touch on these two right quick, and then we'll go to a break. <laughs> Of course, this is kind of like where we may disagree, you know. Um, I firsthand seen how crazy COVID can happen, uh, how, that it is real, you know, and because I've had three family members die from it. And I've had a friend whose dad got it and he lost 75 pounds and still came out saying COVID's fake, you know. Um, there was, it was because it was brand new, so much stuff was going on, people drinking bleach and et cetera, yada, yada, yada. And, you know, yeah. When it that's came not funny, but it, the bleach part was funny. That and none of that other stuff is funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's true. Is, and that, that is real. Everything, it, it is real. But collectively, and, and people don't get this, like, it wasn't just the conservative crowd, it's black crowd, too, that it believed that taking this vaccine was fake, you know, or it, or it would do stuff to you. And I get it. But do you think that when it came down to it, like, and I ask these people all the time, like, you, you have a big platform, whether people cancel you or not. So were you ever concerned that even though it is your truth, do you did you think that at one point that maybe that it was misleading other people as well too or no? Which part do you think about just like uh, the, I, like the, the whole the whole COVID uh, pandemic at all? I would say that at first, when I first woke up 
to what was happening in the world, in the universe, that I probably, I definitely said things that now I know are not true, but uh, I would, yeah, I don't want to mislead anybody. So, yeah. yeah. And I, I, COVID's real. I yeah. mean, it is real. Uh, and I've known people that have passed away from it as well. So, and that's why I want to get into the medical field. So, and then as well as like how my mom passed away and all that, it, mm. it's all, it's all interlinked. So that's why I wanted to get in. That's why I want to go back to school mm. and get into that. So I think what, what, and a lot of people have doubted you, me and myself, I don't, I still believe in you. I still believe the good that you do. And I love the fact that you're able to not only go through all this uh, cancer culture, uh, but because people don't forget, you know, but the way you have overcame it and you've been transforming yourself into something, something that's different and more like you have a, a you have a goal in mind. And I love that about you. Uh, we're going to have more with DJ Snow White on the other side of the break. Stay tuned. This is a straight up show podcast. Years ago, my family had a scare when we thought my mom had breast cancer. It was painful to see her go through all the testing and witnessing her be just as scared. Fortunately, she did not have breast cancer, but millions of women and men aren't as lucky. So we here at Straight Up are supporting and standing with those who are battling and have survived breast cancer with our official breast cancer awareness merchandise. Just visit our website, straightupshowpodcast.com, and get yours today. All proceeds will be donated to local breast cancer foundations. So we encourage you not only to get educated, but join us as we stand straight up to breast cancer. The videos and images displayed all across the world cannot fully express what the people of Ukraine are going through. This senseless act of terrorism has cost many their lives and forced millions of Ukrainians out of their homes. Yet it's the Ukrainians' pride and resiliency that has inspired the entire world. So we here at Straight Up ask you to stand for freedom, stand for human rights, but most importantly, join us as we stand with Ukraine. Welcome back to the Strive Show Podcast. This is our brand new season. Uh, season coming to, uh, our show's coming to an end. Uh, our podcast, uh, love is going away and I'm going to miss you all. But this is the beginning of a new season, the last season, and we're going to have fun. Today, we're talking to our good friend, DJ Snow White. Once again, thank you for coming on the show today. Thank you for having me. Yes, ma'am. And so we've talked about like you being, uh, canceled by the LGBT community and just the community itself because you took a stand about your political beliefs and it kind of made you lose a lot. Um, I want to know this because it did impact you financially. Two questions. One, did you ever think that it would have a big impact on you financially when it happened? And two, 
do you think that you would go back and say things differently or not have tweeted karma when that happened? I have no regrets. None. Especially with that. That was a blessing that happened. Like getting canceled, huge blessing. Um, but wait, what else? Sorry. And the the, the <laughs> last question would be like, you know, yeah. did you ever think that it would have a financial impact on you with the way it did? I guess whenever I was speaking the truth, that wasn't the, at the forefront of my mind. You know, I wasn't like, is this going to financially burden me? I don't have children yet. So I think if I did have kids, it would, I might have thought twice about getting canceled for that. But, you know, what do I have to lose by speaking the truth? Nothing. And that's another point I like to make. I'm like, why would I lie about this? You know? So 2020 was a big year because it was an election year, right? And you were the one of the biggest political stands that Snow White has taken. She is a avid, and I mean avid, Trump supporter. And she wears it like <laughs> nobody else. You know, I think at one point you were going to Trump land in uh in uh in Texas, right? Trumpville. And Trumpville, my bad, excuse me. Trumpville. <laughs> But you, you are you are one of the biggest Trump supporters. You you've seen him in person. Mm -hmm. I don't know how many times, right? You've seen him a uh, couple times. A couple times in person. Yeah, and, like two. Yeah, two. Yeah. Two, so right, you yeah. you were all in about Trump, and like, and a lot of people may get this misconstrued. I have no hate towards Trump. I think actually more politicians need to have his mindset about just not really speaking what you feel, but kind of just being different because I think a lot of politicians are robotic and they don't they're not edgy so on that aspect I do respect Trump now when it comes to certain situations I don't because it doesn't impact me and the people that I represent because not everybody like you know you and I were talking earlier uh, uh Snow about just you never knew about Shreveport being as poor as it was and stuff like that so I think that on that aspect a lot of people can't get with Trump because uh, he himself had probably never seen like the Shreveports around the world or around America. So I think it's kind of where some people fall off the wagon. But you, you are a diehard Trump supporter. What kind of made you transition from like DJ Snow White, LGBT to automatically just diehard Trump? Like what happened? Well, I literally I just started paying attention and uh, being observative of what the different news stations were saying. And I listened to President Trump's press conferences every single day. So I heard everything he would say. And then I would hear news stations interpret it. And then I started, they were, they were blatantly lying, making up stories. I was like, this is crazy. And I was not political before. I thought political or politics was just BS. Like I said before, I thought the world revolved around DJing. Like, it's it's hilarious. So, um, you know, I wasn't trying to be political. I was just, like, making an observation that they were lying. And I did know a lot about health because of my brothers. And so, you know, it wasn't like I was trying to support Trump. But I just ended up falling in love with them, honestly. Um and then I did a lot of research on him and he's done a lot for black communities and, uh, and women as well. You know, people call him sexist as well. And he's done so much, but people don't know about that. You know, they don't talk about that stuff on the news. Um, they're relying on us to be stupid and they're relying on us to not, 
read the articles and not do research. So, and most people don't. So that's why they have their opinions mm. that are un, they're uneducated opinions, though. When I was in a journalism school, they always told us that when you speak publicly to people, imagine that you're speaking to a country in America that has a equivalent education of an eighth grader. So that's kind of how we have to, like, and that's what I've always learned mm. doing journalism. So, and, and I'm not de degrading or disregarding what you're saying uh, because it's what you believe in. But my thing is, is that if he and people like you are not that way, why not show more of you not being that way compared to just like, you know, if they say that, well, Mary is a racist. So I'm not saying you have to like get your one black friend to show up with him, but like, just like, just because people won't do their research. Right. People, you know, right. people won't. They do will not. This. They won't. They but won't. if you have the platform to show that you are doing these things, why not promote that more compared to what you're against? You know what I mean? Like, and I think that's where a lot of confusion comes with politics is that, you know, you feel a certain way, but we know that politicians can be dirty. So it's like, well, if you are doing these things, why not promote it and show it publicly so more people can get behind you? So, like, do you kind of agree with that or no? Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Um, first off, Trump's not a politician. He's a businessman. That's why he did so good for the country. I mean, at, nobody can, can deny that. I don't care how much you hate him. Like, come on, y'all. Yeah. So, yeah, he's a businessman, and he wanted the best for this country as a whole, not himself, uh, the country, the people. Um, and here's a fun fact. He, when he was president, he didn't take any of the, the money to be president. He didn't take any of that payment. He donated all of it. So I don't know if and people know that. Um, but, yes, I agree. You know, focus more on being proactive rather than reactive and defensive and low vibration and talking crap. And so I totally agree with that. Like, and the thing is, I know a lot of people, what do you call people that kind of like, now that the election's over with, and now that they were on this uh, Trump wagon, when all that happened, now that he's lost, they're kind of speaking out against him. Like, you know, uh, they were on the wagon. Like, do you still, are you, is that something that you've done or are you still hardcore? Trump. I'm uh, still hardcore Trump. Okay. Definitely. But you know, I can only it's like beating a dead horse. Like I can only say it so much. That's why like I'm trying to get into being proactive and getting more into the health side of things and teaching people how to be healthy and not get COVID. Okay. And this is kind of like this is where I guess I think about this answer when I ask for this. What do you say to people who say, well, you're just part, you're just drinking the Trump juice and you're delusional or you, you've lost your mind. Like, you know, you let this, uh, you let Trump brainwash you and stuff like that. Like uh, you say, you're still hardcore team Trump, but what do you say to those people who've known you and say, well, she's just one of those other ones that kind of is drinking the Trump juice and she's delusional and stuff like that. I'd say prove it. Like prove me wrong. Please, please prove me wrong. And if I'm wrong, I'll accept it. So if like, you know, and I'm not trying to bring this all together, but like if this whole <laughs> thing where he is prosecuted about whatever he's, because I don't really pay attention to what's going on right now. Mm -hmm. And I feel bad. Sorry, guys, but I'm not really into like what's I, going on about that. Being, I, but like, I, no. if, if, if it comes to pass that he is found with criminal charges and it is true with the actual evidence and facts that there was criminal activity while he was in office, 
would you still stay behind him or would you really think about, wow, this is wrong? Um, well, if that hypothetically happened, which it won't, uh, well then, yes, I would want to go and I would personally go and research the facts, figure out what he did wrong. But like I said, I did a lot of research on him. So that's why I already know this story is just a lot of propaganda to get people to continue to hate him. Why do they want to do that? Because they fear him because a lot of people really do love him and support him. And it's not just Trump juice, you know, we're not all just brainwashed by him. I mean, the media has destroyed him. You know, if you like Trump, you get destroyed. That's a fact. So, you know, it's not fun. It's not fun to, sometimes it's not fun to love Trump and support that, but I support the truth and I'm not going to stand down to tyranny. So. And a lot of people don't understand, like, think about the people that, they're like you that like the rappers and stuff like that like that's kind of where i kind of see the business model of because like a lot of stuff he was saying was like man that's some that's some street stuff like that's some hustler i think it's kind of why some people can like man reread you because that's like some hustler type business type of stuff and that's what you would see on the streets like that mindset and stuff like that but i think that a lot of people can't come to agreement about certain things because you know I do agree that sometimes the public does want all of us to hate each other because there is where there's no, there's no fire, there's blood. And so they want us to always be at each other's arms and stuff like that. And I really believe that if we can sit down and learn from each other, that it will be a better place. And I love that. And I think that with you, you, you found a way to find a reason now to keep going. And I think that's what I love about you because whether it's Trump or whether it's religious belief, you know, you've taken your, your licks in the battle and you find a way to be yourself. Uh, if you can say one thing about being canceled and, and just I want you to be long winded with this uh, about being canceled. What has it taught you since all this happened? It definitely. Uh, I guess it. It's, it's taught me about compassion, forgiveness, and uh, it's actually just made me such a, I have so much more faith. I'm not a religious person. I'm very, I'm extremely spiritual now. I had no spirituality before. Again, I thought the world revolved around DJing. So now I'm just like, I have faith. I'm spiritual. I, my eyes have been opened. So everybody that canceled me, I want to, thank you. Like if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be here and I wouldn't love myself. You know, like I said, I used to hate, hated myself. Like, and now I, I, I love my life. I love myself. And it's not like I live some extravagant life because I don't really care about that kind of stuff. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm extremely thankful for the way everything went down. So and all this is going on, the question next is, what's next for DJ Snow White? Number one DJ mm -hmm. in Texas at one point. What's next for you? Well, so I'm working on blogging, informative stuff. Not necessarily politics, but informative truth about the universe. Quantum, like quantum physics type stuff too. And then uh, I really want to go to school and do oncology 
but I want to do like holistic naturopathic oncology. So yeah, and she's the, been she's been the... talking to me about that about, <laughs> about holistic health and yeah. energy. So yeah, me and you got to talk about that after you know we get through. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she's all about it. She's all about doing that. Um, well, with that being said, I want to thank you so much for coming on our shows uh, and being authentic. And like, if you got one last message to the people that canceled you or your 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 haters that even might see this episode, like, what would you say to the haters or the people that canceled you? I want to say I love you. Even if you hate me, I still love you. Like, I really mean that. It's not like condescending. Like, I really do love you. And prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. If you prove me wrong, then I'll own up to it. And I'll, I'll take you out. Like, prove me wrong. That's what I want to say. But I love you. <laughs> All right. Well, there you have it, y'all. She's not scared of being canceled. She loves who she is. And that's all we want you to be straight up with yourself about being authentic. So once again, Snow White, uh, thank you not only for teaching me the skills of DJing and, you know, being a good friend to me, but uh, thank you for coming on our podcast and uh-huh. opening up this season. And thank you so much. And I hope that you come back thank to you. our show. Please. I would love to. Thank you. Like, it was an honor. Like, I'm so happy we got to do this. So. Thank you. Finally. So yeah. a little bit, somebody y'all see that my past has come back. And uh, as we talked about at the beginning of the episode, this is uh, our final season. Uh, you know, lots of stuff happened this offseason. Uh, Want to definitely, once again, apologize uh, to somebody that I really care about that I hurt. Uh, so it, it, it really hurt me. But, you know, we're not going to dwell on that. I apologize. But I want to be better. And I want to make sure that we use this platform to make people better as well. So be better, be beautiful always. That is the end of our show. Uh, hey, this is the final season. Uh, the season just started, uh, but make sure you go to our website. The conversation is not over just yet. Uh, go to our website at www.straightupshowpodcast318. My bad, I messed up again. www.straightupshowpodcast.com. Uh, STR at number eight. Uh, you sh- I can't see it, y'all. This is already starting mm-hmm. off our already. But go to our website. Uh, you can support us as well. Go to patreon.com forward slash patreon.com straight up show podcast 318. That's STR number eight up show podcast.com. I messed up against so y'all. I think the flow of this going back is episode one. So don't, don't judge me too much, but we got brand new merchandise. Uh, it is election season, so we have election merchandise. Make sure you say, I straight up vote. It doesn't matter what side of the fence you are. Make sure you go vote. Uh, get our merchandise. We have it right now. Straight up show podcast.com. Until then, there's only one rule to our show. You gotta be straight up. All right. See y'all next time. <laughs>